Thank you, Lord. That was a good song they were singing there. Did you notice um, what mercy was? And it said it in there twice. It was two different things. First, it was everlasting, and then it endured forever. How, how, how long do you think mercy is going to keep, keep on then? <laughs> forever. You know, mercy is a quality of love, therefore it fails not. Mercy is a, quali- is a quality of God's love. It actually is interpreted love in many places in the Bible um, because it is the very compassion and action of God. It is His kindness. It is His goodness. We talked about mercy last week and loving mercy. And we're going to go a little further with mercy today in, in, in a different light. But, you know, the one thing I noticed in looking at mercy is, for so, you know, um, Brother Moore talked about um, in, in services oh, recently uh, when he was talking about repentance. And, you know, so many times we'll take a word and we'll say, well, that just means change your mind. And, and you know, I had done that with repentance. And that, that shrinks that word down and takes a bunch of power out of it. If that's all it is, is changing my mind, then, then that's, that's all the power it has, is me to change my mind. But if I repent... And, and draw on the goodness of God and draw on His answers and, and ask Him for help and, and, and reach into Him and, and seek Him, then, then he give, he, that's an enabling Amen. that He now brings back to me. And, and instead of shrinking that word down to, down to nothing, I actually make it the power to do something more. Amen? And mercy's kind of become that way. You, you ask mer- people a lot of times what mercy is, and they say, well, we don't get what we deserve. That's true. But, you know, I actually looked for that in, in the Greek, the Strong's, and that's not what it says. It says mercy is the kindness of God. Mercy is the goodness of God. Mercy is the compassion of God. Mercy is so much more than just not getting what you deserve. It, it is so, Because the reason you're not getting what you deserve is because of His kindness, because of His goodness, because He's compassionate. Um, look at Psalm 103. We'll just start there because that's kind of that's a, that's a mercy verse right there. It's a mercy chapter, actually. You know, sometimes we don't really. I think mercy's mentioned five times within the first 18 verses of of Psalm 103. 103:1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget, forget not, forget not all his benefits. And why would you think he'd tell you to forget not? We're human. We, we, have, we have a tendency to, we're, we're, we're almost need-based sometimes, right? Sometimes you'll go months without reading that verse. Why? Well, you didn't really need healing. You didn't feel bad, right? We're, we, we tend to be need-based sometimes. God's not need-based. You know, he, he, doesn't, he didn't put his word out there because you needed it. He put his word out there because he loved you, and right, he knew it would help you every day of your life. That's why he says to walk in things. He doesn't say to, to uh, sit in them for a minute and then leave. Right? He didn't say sit down in love for a minute. Right? <laughs> no, no he, he said to walk in it. And there's things that we're to walk in and there's things that we're to remember. And when he says to remember them or not to forget them, he's saying this should be an ongoing part of your life. On a daily basis, we should wake up and realize that we have benefits. 
We have great benefits that, that are provided to us through our Lord and Savior. We, we have things that, that when things come at us, you know, we don't even have to think about them if we're walking where he tells us to walk. When they come at us, we won't, they won't even phase us. Why? Because we were walking where we were supposed to be. They couldn't even phase us. Right? It's not until you get outside of walking in love or walking by faith. or Right? It's not until you get outside of those things that you become a target that can be hit. The rest of the time, you may be out there, but when the devil throws it, it won't even hurt you. It'll be like a Nerf ball hitting you. Right? You say, what was that? Because, because when, when we do the things and we look every day and live in the benefits, not live as we need the benefits, live in the benefits. It's kind of like life insurance only better. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, life insurance, you just got it and you don't think about it until you need it. And then your family thinks about it. Right, because they're trying to pay for a funeral and or something else. But you just walk and have it. This is so much better. It's benefits that that walk with you. They're not something for later. They they're with you now, and they're given to us through mercy. They're given to us through loving kindness. They're giving to us through graciousness. Amen. Go back to Psalm 103. Forget not all his benefits. Now it starts the list of benefits. Verse 3. Who forgiveth all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. These are, these are acts of mercy. Those, those are acts of compassion. That is, that is love in action. That's love doing what love does. Love forgives, right? Love heals. That's, God does those things and God is love. Therefore, those are acts of love. Everything God does is an act of love because He is love. So if God does it, it's now an act of love. If you do it through God, you've just now acted as love would. You've acted in love and you've created an act of love. And we have that ability every day of our life. But why else would He tell us to be merciful like He's merciful? We have the ability to be merciful in the same way He is. And, and it should have the same effect that His mercy has. Amen? It should create something good in somebody else's life. Back to the... I keep... I keep not... For, I keep... I'm messing them up. Let's go... Those, I, was, I was trying to think of a better word. I'm messing them up. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life for, from destruction, crowns, your, crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, glory to God. That's, that's tender love. That's tender mercies. That is tender healing. That is tender graciousness. That is, this, is, this is God giving to you out of his heart. He, he's not just saying I love you. Now, he, he said I love you. Now I'm going to do I love you. He's not proving that he loves you. He's doing that he loves you. Love doesn't need to prove that it's love because it's love. Yeah, you know, people say, prove to me that you love me. God will never have to prove to you that he loves you because he loves you. He is love. He doesn't have to prove anything. He do, everything he does, he does because of love. 
right? For God so loved that He gave. Think about that. And and when you do that, He loved, so mercy happened. He loved, so compassion came forth. When God loves, something good's getting ready to happen. When God loves, the next step is out of His love, and and it's a mercy, it's a compassion, it's a graciousness. And and we need, and to receive it like that is, is sometimes our problem. Sometimes we don't receive mercy as mercy, we, we, we're, we're like, well, I'm in faith. I'm in faith. I'm in, what are you in faith in? What, what are you in faith? You know, you're in faith. Or my faith got that. You know, I was looking through some of the healing. We're going to go through a few of them. I never see at the end of those where they, say, where they run back and say, look what my faith got. No, it says they went and glorified God. Why? Because that's what faith should do. Faith should reach out to the mercy of God, grab hold of what it's giving, and, and receive it into itself, and then glorify the giver of that mercy. Amen? And, 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 that, and that's, that's so often what we, what we should be doing. And, and somehow in our lives as humans, and I don't know if you guys deal with this, but we get a works mentality. You know, what more do I need to do? What, what more do I... If you need to do more, then God didn't do enough. Right? How, how many times did, have you heard somebody, or if you just listen to yourself, you've probably done it, say, I, I've done this, I've done this, I'm, I've done everything I know to do, and I'm still sick. Well, first of all, you need to quit saying that and realize there was nothing you did that created a path to wellness. The path to wellness was created through the blood of Jesus Christ and the stripes on His back over 2,000 years ago. You're not trying to get God to do something new. You're trying to receive something that God has already given. Amen? Amen? Healing is ours. It's a mercy. Amen? It, it is a mercy that He has given to us. And, and as we receive it, we, we don't... And, and that's... You know, we, we grow up teaching our kids of a workman to work a works mentality. We're, we're a works mentality. Well, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. You don't got to do anything except for believe God. Believe in His love. Believe in His kindness. Believe in His mercy. That's what you're, that, that's what you're working to do. Because the hardest thing in this life to imagine for our human minds is something that easy. Something that simple. So people, people struggle with their salvation because they just can't imagine that it's that easy, that if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart, that I'll be saved. And then they walk away and say, well, I don't feel anything. It's not a feeling. It's a receiving. And, and, and we receive it. And, and, and most people are very unwilling to, get, to let go of that because they're very unwilling to go to hell, right? But if they, would, if they would keep on receiving from it, they would realize it's even more than just not going to hell someday. It is going to heaven, but it is living a prosperous, healed, glad-to-be-here life on this earth, having all the goodness and benefits of God right now and even better later. Glory to God. And those are the things that are given by this mercy. Mercy, because why? Because He's kind. If you can just remember that, God's kind. He, he's so kind. You ever met those kind people and every time you go to them, they're giving you something? That's the way God is. He's always looking to get something to you it, it, because He always has more. 
He never, there never comes a day where he says, that's all I had. You got it all. Because you won't get it all. That's why his mercy endures forever because it's endless. As far as you can reach out to grab it, it'll go a little bit further. And, and, and you'll never grab it because it never stops. It's a quality of love. Love never fails. Mercy is everlasting. Amen? Amen? Those two ride together everywhere they go. And, and, and mercy means compassionate. Compassion. And the compassion, it's, a, it's, an active, it's a divine active love. Glory to God. We have that divine active love in us. You know, in, uh, what is it, in Jude it says, it says, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping yourselves in the love of God. And then the very next, ver- very next part says, looking for the mercy, looking for mercy of, J- of Jesus Christ. What are you doing? You're looking for a chance to be merciful. Amen. What's he saying? Keep yourself in the love of God, then look out for chances to be merciful. Look, look for the mercy of God because it's happening. It's getting ready to come. If if you'll walk in this love and keep yourself in that love, there will be opportunities to show God's mercy every day and receive from God's mercy every day. Glory to God. Where did we get off to in Psalm 103? He satisfies thy mouth with good things so that the youth is renewed like the eagles. Well, if I don't go faster, we're not going to get very far on this, are we? (laughs) The Lord executes righteousness. Remember, this is still... The benefits, sometimes we stop because some of it doesn't sound as good. But see, if you do that, you'll miss some really good benefits that are coming up. This is one of them. He executes righteousness and judgment for all who are oppressed. If you were oppressed, God's executing righteousness and judgment. He made, it, he made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord, here's more benefits. The Lord is merciful. Glory to God. He's gracious. Slow to anger. And plenteous, plenteous. I like that. I like to say, I got plenteous. In mercy. Look at that. In one verse, they had to tell you how much mercy he. They couldn't even tell you. They put it in there twice. He's merciful and he's got a lot of mercy. That, because that is a quality of God that if, if sometimes, especially in faith circles, we're like, you know, you pray for somebody for mercy and think, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't ask for you to do anything wrong. I'm asking for the kindness of God to come into your life. Right? I'm looking for some goodness to come your way. And that's going to come through mercy. Because we've, we, we've relegated that word to you did something wrong. and you, you did, you're, If you're looking for what you deserve, I don't care how much faith you think you have, you don't start looking for what you deserve. You, you look for what mercy gave. Amen? Because that's, that's what you want to receive from because you don't want to receive what you deserve. Amen? And, and so you don't, want to, you don't want to take these things. You know, it's like the Pharisees, for instance. You know, they, they said, don't do this. You've got to live by the law. Don't heal on Sunday or Saturday, I guess it was for them. Sabbath day, let's go with that. We don't want to start a whole argument. In the... Whoo, baby. Why do you go to church on Sunday? Why don't we just go every day? Then we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Actually, I am here every day lately. So for about the four, four, last four weeks, I think we've been here every day. So that's okay, right? That's okay. But, but we have to realize that, 
that the, the Pharisees, what they were doing is they were living by sacrifice. They were living by offering. They were living by, by uh, going to an altar. They were living by the law. And Jesus came along and he said, find out what this means. I'll have mercy, not sacrifice. And literally what he's saying, he says, I want to be kind, not obligated. Right? When, when, you, when you think God, when somebody owes you something, they're obligated to you. When they owe you nothing, then you've got mercy. Amen? And when you got mercy, then, then you receive from a such greater level. If you're getting what, what, you know, what, what's obligated to you, it's like what the Pharisees got, zero. They got nothing. They felt good about themselves, I guess. I guess I'm guessing maybe they didn't feel good about themselves. I don't know. But that, that's what Jesus was saying. He said, I, I require mercy, not sacrifice. And I think it's in Hosea. He said, he said I, uh, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, to know God. What's, what's he saying? I want you to know the heart of the Father. I, I don't want you to sacrifice to receive. I want you to know that he wants to give to you freely. Amen. God, God doesn't, he doesn't, if you're, if, if God's obligated to you, then you've done enough to get it. Right. And sometimes in faith circles, you, we can have some stuff that sounds like that. Well, I've been in faith. I should have got this. Ooh, should you now? Should you now? That, that is not the gift of God all of a sudden. Now that's the obligation because you are declaring that you are in faith. Right. <laughs> Let's go back. We'll go back to Psalm 103. Go to, go to uh, Matthew 9. You know, we can talk about things that affect our lives and let the Word of God change us or, or redirect us, or we can keep going the ways we're going so many times and not get things. You know, and, and what God would rather do is show us something. You know, so many times, and, and I'm only looking at this through my life, so I can't judge your life. I can judge mine. In my life, I've not let mercy be big enough. Mercy is a much bigger, uh, and you don't want to call it a thing, it's, it's a much bigger part of love than we've allowed it to be in our lives. Because, because we don't want to think that we don't deserve something. Well, we don't deserve anything, but we get everything because of mercy. Glory to God. And, and, he, and he gives it to us on that same level. Healing is a mercy of God. And the things that are mercies are, are so certain. You know, they're, um, David's, David, Jody loves the sure mercies of David. Um, and there are sure... If you, if you go to Psalm 89... And just begin to read the sure mercies of David. What God says is going to be forever. And and these are things that can't be changed. Then then you realize the power of mercy. Because God God is, is putting it out there and saying, these are mercies that can never be changed. Glory to God. And, and his mercy can never be changed. His mercy, his, whether you're receiving from it or not, his mercy doesn't come and go. It's right there. 
And, and, and the more we get a grasp on, on it's, it's his kindness and his goodness and it's his heart's desire that we get a hold of it because it's our healing. It's our prosperity. It's our, it, it is the very, one of the very links to the love of God. Amen? And, and to not receive mercy would be to not receive Jesus Christ. He is a picture of the mercy of God. For God so loved the world that he gave the merciful... He gave Jesus Christ. That was the biggest act of mercy that ever happened or ever will need to happen in this universe. And he's already accomplished it. Amen? Matthew 9, verse 27. Let's look at a healing account. Because mercy is healing. It says when, uh, verse 27 says, And when Jesus departed thence, I don't know where thence is, but he went there. Two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And, you know, a lot of people look at that verse and they say, Well, they're blind and they want him to do something that they don't deserve. That's exactly what they want. But they're going to receive it according to their faith. Amen? Mercy is received by faith. They ask for mercy. They were blind. Mercy for a blind person would be seeing. Amen? Mercy for a sick people, a sick person, would be getting well. Mercy for a a poor person would be getting financially well. Mercy, for it's it's what you're asking for at the time because it includes all things. And they, they are specifically asking for mercy. They didn't say, Thou son of David, give us our sight. They said, Thy son of David, have mercy on us. So they're immediately reaching out by faith and asking. If you ask by faith, right, and then it says if you ask, you'll receive. So when they begin to ask, then then they they begin to expect. Why? Because they're, they're, they're talking to the son of David. The son of David came to heal, came to make free, came to save. The son of David, the very one they're looking to right now, they believe he's the son of David. And their faith that he is this gives them faith that he can, they can have mercy. Why? Because the son of David's merciful. Amen? And so they ask for mercy. They're, they're, they need healing. They ask for mercy. Glory to God. And, and th- this is big because what are they saying? Lord, deal kindly with us. That's what it says in Young's literal translation. literally says, Lord, deal kindly with us. In other words, give to us according to your kindness. Amen? Uh, uh, Let your compassion act towards us. That that, that would literally be what they're saying. Let your compassion, the the love of God, act towards us right now. And, And that's what they're asking for. Verse 28 Verse 28. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said, Believe that I'm able to do this. And they, they still haven't talked about, Lord, give me, eyes, give me sight. They did, Jesus just said, Are you believe I'm able to do this? Believe I'm able to do what? Give you mercy. And part of that mercy be healing your eyes or giving you your sight. Glory to God. Do you believe I'm able to do this? And they said unto him, Yea, Lord. And, and if you look back at that, he said, Do you believe I'm able to do this? 
And then his very next thing, he touches their eyes and he says, Be it unto you according to your faith. My mercy, your faith. My mercy, your faith. My compassion, your faith. See, what, what was their faith in? Their faith, first of all, started in the son of David, the merciful one. And they ask for mercy. What did they receive? Mercy. You receive what you ask for. Amen. So if, you're, if your picture of mercy is only not getting what you deserve, then you wouldn't get eyesight right there because you wouldn't get what you deserve. But you wouldn't get anything. You'd just not get something. But mercy is so much more than that because you can get something. You can get the kindness and goodness of God and you can get his compassion to act towards you. And as this compassion acted towards them and their faith was in this compassion, then they, their, their sight came just like that. Amen? It says, and their eyes were open and Jesus straightly charged them saying, see that no man know it. And they went out and told everybody they could about Jesus. Hard to keep your mouth shut when you just couldn't see and now you can't. Amen? Because this is the mercy of God. And, and they received mercy. They, 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 they didn't come there saying, Thou son of David, we're Jewish Israelites. Please give us what, we, what we're owed. Because of who we are, we should have sight. They came deserving nothing, and they left with eyesight. Because we don't, you don't want to come in there acting like you're owed something. You come in there acting like you can have something because you can have it but it's not owed to you if it's owed to you you'll never get it but if you'll if you'll reach out and grab it as the mercy that it is you'll have it every day of your life why because it's everlasting if you only need it for the moment then it's not mercy because mercy is everlasting if you only love for a minute then it's not love because love never fails never runs out amen and so, so when we begin to reach in and grab hold of the things of God, the, then we're grabbing hold of the things of love. You're grabbing in to the very heart of love, and you're grabbing everything that love would ever have for you. So the more you know about this love, the, the more we know about what is encompassed in this love, that, that compassion, that word compassion, it, it is that love acting. Amen? That, that Jesus was an act of compassion from the Father's heart. Because for God so loved that he gave. He, he is an act of compassion from the, from, the, from the heart of the Father. And God didn't do it because we needed him. It doesn't say, for the world so needed Jesus that God sent him. No. It said, for God so loved the world. The, the reason, the, the motivation for God's love the motivation for God's mercy, the motivation for the compassion, it, it's always out of the love. It's not need-based. When we go to God and we say, I need, I need, they, they didn't say I need. They said, have mercy on me. They didn't say I need. Right? And Jesus, Jesus didn't ask them anything except for, do you believe I can do this? He didn't say, oh, you need sight. Right? Why? Because sight's already available. They don't need sight. It's available. It's a matter of receiving sight. How do you receive sight? By faith. And they already were working that. So how do we know that they were in faith? Said their eyes were open. If they weren't, you know, a lot of people say, well, I just don't know if I'm in faith or not. Is it getting better? Are your eyes open? 
(laughs) That doesn't make people happy, especially people who think they're in faith. (laughs) Okay, let let me just use it on me. There's been times where I thought I was in faith and things weren't getting better. So I said, am I in faith? And the minute you ask that question, you already know the answer because you just asked the question. You doubted that you're in faith. Or if you say, I know I'm in faith, what else do I need to do? Then you just doubted your faith. Right? These guys didn't doubt one bit. They said, you're the son of David and we're asking for mercy. And we know that within mercy is healing. So we're asking for mercy. And in asking for mercy, they received sight. Why did they receive sight? Because they had faith in what they asked for. They had faith in who they asked for it. Not faith in their faith. We, we can argue all day long that we were in faith and all you're looking for is justification that you were in faith. And you won't be one bit better than you were before if you'll reach out for, into the mercy of God and say, Lord, I just want your goodness. I'm just looking for your kindness. I just want to glorify you by, by receiving everything that you've got for me. Amen? And, and you cry out for mercy. What are you crying out for? You're not crying out because you're a bad person. You're crying out because he's a good person. Right? You're crying out to the good. And you're saying, give me some good. Lord, have mercy on me. Give me some good. Give me some kind. Give me some kindness, some kindly, some kindliness. I want it all. Whatever kind can fit in front of, I want it. Amen? And, and, and reach out. And don't, don't be so proud when you ask for mercy. to say, oh, God, have mercy. No, you want mercy. Not only do you need mercy, you want mercy. And to want it is so much better than to need it. Because if you want it, you have the realization of what it truly is, the kindness and compassion of God. Over and over again, he'll tell you, it's my kindness, it's my compassion, it's what what I have for you. Look at Lamentations 3. Popular verses. Songs in these verses. I won't sing them though, don't worry. Maybe. Lamentations 3, start in verse 21. Kind of sounds a little bit like Psalm 103 to start with. It says, it says, This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. Now remember, anytime you see the word hope, look at the NIV translation of faith. Faith is the, the surety of things hoped for. Look at, the, look at the NIV version of, of, of Hebrews 11.1. 1. It says, now faith is, now, uh, you know, there we go. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for. Now, those, those, those two blind men that asked Jesus for mercy, they were sure of what they were hoping for at that moment. Why do I know? Because they received their sight. Their, their faith was sure of what it was hoped for and certain of what it didn't see. And they asked for mercy. They asked for mercy. So their, their faith was in mercy. 
Their faith was in the mercy and kindness, goodness, compassionateness of God. Compassionateness. I like that. Compassionateness. It's hard to say, but it's a new word. We like. Go back, go back to Lamentations. One more. Well, I got you guys going tonight, don't I? Lamentations 3.21. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. What do I have? I have, I have the, the, the assurance of, of what faith is. Now, faith is being sure of what I hope for. So, so when I recall to my mind the goodness of God, what, what's he going to recall to his mind? Therefore, I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed. Where's my hope lie? In the mercy of the Lord. Where's my faith lie? In the mercy of the Lord. The Lord's good. Mercy is good. Mercy is something that we can call on at any time and receive. Why? Because you didn't deserve it anyway, so just have it. You don't have to say, I don't deserve mercy. Well, of course you don't. That's why it's mercy. You just get to have it. And there's not one time, you know, there's not one person you can't pray the mercy of God for. I don't care how bad their life's going right now or how many bad things they've done. There's not one person in the universe you can't pray the mercy of God for. You might say, this person, I don't even know how to pray for them. And God will say, pray for my mercy. Because they're going to they're gonna, they're, they're gonna want it. I keep wanting to say they're going to need it. They're going to want it. They're not going to need it. They're going to want it. Amen? It says that his, it says that his mercies, where, where did we just go? It is the mercies of the Lord that we're not consumed. In other words, the only reason we're still here is his mercies. Why? Because his compassion never fails. Why? His love never runs out. Therefore, his mercies are sure. His love never quits. His mercies endure forever. If you, when you see mercy, you'll usually see compassion and love really close to it. Because it's a product of love. It is produced out of love. Mercy was produced out of the heart of the Father, which is the love of God. The very power of God, the mercy, it's something that goes to you and it fixes and it helps and it brings to pass and it keeps you from being consumed. It keeps you from being destroyed. It's the mercy of God that's keeping us right now. Amen? And how many know in this world today, the mercy of God needs to stand. We need to walk out and we need to proclaim the mercy of God every day. We need to tell people how, how good God is, how merciful He is. Remember when the, when the guy at uh, the, the Gadarean that got all the demons cast out and then he wanted to go with Jesus and Jesus said, no, you stay here and you go tell everybody how the Lord has had compassion on you. And that word compassion on you means mercy. It's the exact same word. It says you stay here and let people know how good God is. You stay here and let them see how the kindness of the Lord has affected your life. That's literally saying you stay here and be a testimony. You be a testimony to the mercy of God. Glory to God. And, and those are the things that we're looking to be. We, we, want, to, we want to scream and shout. When we get healed, we don't want to say, look what my faith did. We don't want to say, look how good my God is. Look how merciful he's been in my life. Look how great he is. He, he is so kind. He is always looking to get something in me and to me. He's a good, good father. 
And we want to shout it, and we want to make sure that people don't look at our faith. They look at our God. Amen? They can follow our faith to our God. But, I mean, if you look at Abraham over and over again, I, I am more in awe of his relationship with God, which is why he was fully persuaded, because he knew the goodness and the mercy and the kindness of God. He knew what his life was like because he chose to step out and follow God every day of his life and, and that he would, he would let no man say that Abraham was rich because of them, only because of God. What's he saying? I'm only going to proclaim the mercy and goodness of God. I'll not proclaim yours. Amen? Amen? That's somebody that knows God. That's somebody that knows the heart of God. Abraham had great faith, and we should follow his faith. Why? Because it always led to the Father. It always took you to who you had faith in, where your faith was grounded. Mercy was where those blind guys' great, uh, faith was grounded. They were grounded in the mercy of God, and they were receiving from that mercy. Amen? Lamentations back there. I'm going to at least get to the next verse of it. It said, It's the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. These mercies and compassions, they're new every morning. Every morning. Why? They, they, they regenerate. They're just as big tomorrow as they are today. They're just, why? Because they're good. They didn't change one bit. They don't lose any power. All, the, only, the only time they lose power is when you unhook from them. Right? It's like, it's like if I unplug my fan and wonder why it's not blowing. I remember, <laughs> I don't know if Kim remembers this. One time the electricity went out in our house. And we're thinking it's all in the neighborhood, or at least I'm thinking it's all in the neighborhood. And I'm just sitting there waiting for it to come back on. Right? Sat there quite a while. And all the other neighbors were having light. It wasn't the neighborhood that was out. It was my breaker that was off. How many times are we doing that with God? We're sitting here wondering, where's the power? Where's the power? Where's the power? The power is right there. All you got to do is turn your switch on. Everybody else's could be receiving from it. You're not because you don't have the switch on. Amen? If we get the switch on, then we're looking for His mercy. We're looking for His grace. We're looking for the goodness of God. We're looking for Him to be kind to us. And we're never confused that He might not be kind to us. The two blind men, they weren't confused that they might not receive mercy. Why? Because they were, they said, how do I know? They saw. It's real simple. The end of the story is they saw. And Jesus said, be it unto you according to your faith. So their faith... And they saw. So they asked for mercy. They saw in between that it was be it unto you. So they got mercy because that's what they asked for. Glory to God. We we, we always need to ask for mercy. And, 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 And inside you, you know what you need. They knew what they need. They didn't need to say it. Now there's another account on down in Matthew. That's how we know it's two different blind people. People say, that's probably the same one. I wonder why Matthew was so inept that he wrote it twice in the same book. It's two, it's two different blind people, that's why. It's in verse 20. And these are the ones that yell and they say, stop it. And they yell again. What are they yelling for? Mercy. Son of David, have mercy on us. Show us your compassion. 
Show us your kindness. Show us your goodness. What are they looking for? Healing. Right? And Jesus even stopped with them and said, What would you that I do for you? And they said that we might receive our sight. In other words, they didn't say that we could have a sight. They said that we could receive our sight. In other words, mercy and the goodness of God had already provided sight for them, and they wanted to reach in and grab it. It it wasn't something new that God had to recreate. Sight was theirs. They needed to get it. Healing is ours. Healing is ours. It's It's not a question of when will God get it to us. It's when will you go in and get it. It, it's provided. It, it's provided. And, and, so, and don't get me wrong, so many people, so I've, I've missed it. I've, I've looked and said, why and where, Lord, I don't understand. And every time you say it, God's saying, come on, let me show you one more time. It's of my mercies. It, it's, it's my mercy. It's, it's my goodness. It, it's just believe in the love. Believe in the compassion. Believe in what I've said I'll do and have done for you. And as you believe, receive what you need from that right now, what, 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 what you want from that. What did they want? They wanted their sight. They didn't say we need our sight. It said that we might have our sight. Glory to God. It, it's, it's, a, it's a faith attitude reaching into the mercy of God and grabbing hold of it. Think about the... Uh, did I finish Lamentations? No, we did for now. Think about uh, Matthew 15. Matthew 15, Matthew 15, verse 22, the the Canaanite woman. Now here's somebody you might say in this day and time really didn't deserve anything, right? I mean, that's what they would say. Actually, Jesus even said it. And behold, behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, have mercy on me. And then she acknowledged him as the Christ again. Son of David. Have mercy on me. This, this is a woman of Canaan. This isn't, this isn't somebody that, that should be getting this. this isn't so, but what does she know? She knows something about the mercy of God because she just asked, Lord, let me receive from your kindness. Son of David, let me receive from your goodness. Son of David, have compassion on me. That's literally what she said. Son of David, have compassion on me. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. Verse 23. But he answered her not a word. Now now think about this. She didn't come and say, I deserve something. She wasn't there to get something she deserved. She was there to get something that was available. Right? And, And immediately they said, well, it's not available to you. <laughs> and and so many Christians say, oh, dang it. You know, some people say, sometimes God heals, sometimes he doesn't. Oh, I must be a doesn't. <laughs> and we settle, right? God heals. God heals. And, you know, I, I've had bad experiences and I've had good experiences. But it's not my experiences that matter. It's the one experience of Jesus Christ Amen. that's true. I don't believe in healing because I got healed. I believe in healing because God says he heals. Right. The end. That, that, that's why we believe in salvation, 
not because you feel saved today. Because God said salvation is ours. Amen. The things we believe of God, we believe because he said them. And, and the belie- reason we believe in the mercy of God is because he says, I give you my mercies. I, I'm a merciful God. And, and he says, I am merciful. I'm full of mercy. I, I'm so full of mercy that I can't run out. Why? Because as much as he gives, he, he, he reaps another harvest of the mercy he gave. So he's, just, he's growing in mercy. Glory to God. If we, and we can do the same thing. If we sow mercy, we'll receive mercy. I was talking to somebody recently, and, and they were talking about a situation. I said, you know, usually what I do is I, just, I, I, I'm, I try to be merciful because I know I'm going to need mercy. Right. Well, how do I know that? Because I'm still a guy. And sometimes I might need some mercy. And so I I still might, I'm not going to say that because that just leaves the door open. But anyway, (laughs) I'll sow mercy because I might need some mercy. I'll I'll expect that I'll have mercy when I do need mercy. Amen? I'm going to walk in mercy. How about that? woman, she said, have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter's grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered not a word. And his disciples besought him, send her away because she's bugging us. She's bugging us, Lord. Send her away. And he said, that's not my deal. Right? Next verse said, I'm not sent to her. I'm sent to the lost sheep of Israel. And, you know, a lot of people, as I know, say, well, she could have got offended. And she could have got offended right there. She didn't come to get offended. She came in faith looking for mercy. So she's, she's still looking for mercy. Why? Because she knows it's available. If we'll get that in our head that the goodness of God, the kindness of God is always available. It's never a time where it becomes unavailable, right? And if we get that in our head that it's available, then we won't leave empty-handed. And, and, and if you go on and look at this, it, 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 she's still not looking for what she deserves. She's looking to receive from the mercy of God. She, there's no point does she say, well, Lord, I'm going to stay here until you give it to me because I deserve it. She's going to stay there until she gets it because she knows God's good. She's not looking for something that's, that's unreal. She's looking for the, the, the mercy and compassion, kindness and goodness of God. Amen? Back to the verses. And then she came and worshipped him. So she went a step further. She said, she said I'm, I'm going to worship you. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to adore you. I am going to praise you. I, I'm going I'm to fall prostrate before you, and I'm going to acknowledge who you are. She's not trying to acknowledge who she is. Again, she's looking for mercy. What would you get mercy? You'd go to the per- person that's full of it. Amen? So she's not acknowledging who she, She's acknowledging who he is. He's the son of David that she's asking for mercy from. Lord, help me. And he answered and said, it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. One more, one more denial. Does that make mercy unavailable? No. She knows the son of David is merciful because she read it somewhere. She had a word or she would have quit a long time ago. So it's now one more, one more denial. And finally she says, but wait, I may not deserve it, Truth, Lord, I may not deserve it, but even dogs that don't get to eat at the table get the crumbs that fall off. What's she saying? I just need a little bit of mercy. 
I don't, I don't even need to sit at the table. I'll sit under the table because I know even that amount of mercy will heal my daughter. She, she's got faith in the mercy of God. She's got faith in the son of David. Amen? And she's saying, I don't need, I don't need to deserve this, Lord. I'll take whatever I can get because just that amount will take care of me. And so <laughs> he looks up and he says, I can't even stop you. Basically, he said, he said, woman, your faith is so great. Be it unto you, right? Be it unto you as you will. Your will to receive from my mercy is so great that you receive according to your faith. And according to her faith, her daughter was made whole at that very hour. So we know where her faith was. We didn't have to wonder. When, when, when your faith is in the word and in the, the mercy and, and what you're asking for, when you actually have faith, the next thing is you have it. And when you have it, we know that your faith was in it. Why? Because you have it. We can see what you had faith in. And, and that's what happened to her. We, she received out of the mercy of God. She, she received just a crumb if she needed it. Whatever she needed, she got right then. Not because she deserved it, not because she could earn it, not because of any other reason except for she knew God loved and she knew he was merciful and she knew he was kind and she was going to get in on that kindness. On that kindness, she was going to get in. And, and if we'll, it, we're the same way. I don't care what you're dealing with in your body today. The kindness of God will either help you through it or take it completely away, whichever you can have faith for. He'll get you to the right place to get rid of it. He'll do a million things according to your faith through His mercy. It'll be His mercy, but it'll be your faith. And when we hook our faith to His mercy, to His kindness, to His compassion, then we receive of that same kind and we begin to have the things that God wanted for us to have in the first place. We receive sight. We receive healing. We receive answers. We receive the things of God that he desired for us in the first place. He's not making them up as we go. He already had them before. He already has a desired plan for us, right, to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us hope and a future. That's his desired plan. Is everybody living in that? Is it because God's pulling it back and forth like a yo-yo? Come on, grab it. <laughs> I got you there, got you. No. He put it on a platter and served it and said, step up. And grab hold and take it. And, and if we will, if we'll get rid of all these other ideas and, and quit letting things become religious traditions even in the faith church. Right? I'm in faith. I'm in faith. I'm in faith. I'm in faith. If I have to say I'm in faith a thousand times, I'll say it because I'm in faith. It doesn't matter if you say it two and a half million times like that. You're trying to talk yourself into faith. Do you know the two blind men? They weren't trying this. They, weren't, they, said, they didn't say before this. They said, let's go find Jesus and see if we could get our sight. No. They went and found Jesus and said, you got it, and we want it. We want what you've got for us. We know you want us to have it. We're going to believe you. We're going to come to you. We're going to ask for it. And we're going to receive of it. And that's how you receive of it. You know, that he want, you know that he has it. You know that he wants you to have it. You know that he loves you. You know that he's going to move in compassion to get it to you. And, and you do everything you can to reach out your big old faith hands and grab hold of it. Yep. 
Amen? And you reach in and you grab hold of the mercy of God and everything that, that you required from that mercy comes with it. He's not looking for your sacrifice of how many times you can speak of a, a, a verse. If you're speaking it in faith, that's great. If you're speaking it as a sacrifice, He desires mercy. He desires mercy. Grab hold of that verse and look at it as the mercy of God. Say, this is the word of God to me. He loved me so much that He gave me this word. And in giving me this word, He healed my body. Amen? And look at it as the blessing that it is, as the benefit that it is, not something that you're, that you're trying to manipulate on how you're going to get it. And it, it, like, a, like a mouse trying to get the cheese off the trap without getting his head snapped. It's not, you don't have to do that. It's not on a mouse trap. It's on a platter. And it's served for us. Amen? And, and as we reach in and grab hold of it out of His mercy, out of His goodness, out of His kindness, and we remember how much He loves us, and you just look at John 3, 16, and say, For God, you so loved me that you did the most merciful act of kindness ever needed, ever required in this universe, and I'm receiving from it now. I'm receiving from that act of love because that is the mercy of God. Amen? And when we receive of that, then we have assurance of the things we hope for and a certainty of the things we don't see. Mercy is not visible until you receive it. And then mercy becomes visible. How visible was mercy that day when those two blind men all of a sudden looked and said, hey, you're wearing a pink shirt. You're wearing a blue jacket. you got blonde hair. Huh? And they went home and saw their family and saw what they looked like. And, said, and they began to glorify God. Then mercy was seen because their faith grabbed hold. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. I'm going to get in on more mercy. I'm going to quit taking words like repentance and mercy. And there's so many others that, that we just, at the moment, we don't want them to mean more. <laughs> I'm going to put that in my, in my life. There's been times where I didn't want repentance to mean any more than me just turning from what I'm doing. I didn't want it to mean that I had to ask forgiveness and that I needed to not only turn away from it, but reject it completely and grab hold of the things of God and, and, and let Him lead and let me follow. And, you know, those are the, you know, you just want to turn and, and, and it just be over. But sometimes you got to turn and, and reach out to God and, and reject it and call it what it is and with mercy sometimes you got to quit saying well you know i i know i don't want what i deserve but i've been pretty good no (laughs) it doesn't matter how good you've been you you don't it doesn't say according to how good you've been you know what it is easy to receive according to how good you've been you're receiving that right now it's even better to receive according to how merciful He is. Because you could, you can receive that right now. And that is so much better. The kindness of the Lord, the goodness of God, the compassion and love. You can receive it right now. 
I don't care what you're dealing with in your body today, what you're dealing with in your mind, your home, your kids, your, your job. I don't care what you're dealing with. The mercy of God has your answer. If you'll call out to God and say, Son of David, Lord, Father, that's even better. Father, have mercy on me. Give me out of your mercy. Deal kindly with me. And then expect to receive from that kindness. Then your body will be whole. Your mind will be healed. Your, your, your relationships restored. Things, things that you didn't think could happen will begin to happen. And you'll say, how do I know that? Because the two blind men saw according to their faith. And so if you can have faith in that same mercy that they had faith in, you can have that same thing that they got. Whatever it is that you're not seeing, you can see. Everybody close your eyes. I don't know what you're dealing with in, in your life today, but if it's sickness, disease, uh, financial problems, whatever it is, the mercy of God's here. It's always been here. And he's rich in mercy with such a great love that he loved us with that it says in Ephesians 2. And he's rich in this mercy. Pray this with me. Father God, have mercy on me. I receive by faith your goodness, your kindness concerning my health, concerning my mind, concerning my finances, concerning my family, concerning my relationships, concerning my job. I receive according to your mercy and my faith in your mercy, in your goodness, in your love for me. I receive. I believe you have it. I believe you got it for me. And I reach in by faith and I take my healing. I take my salvation. I take my deliverance. I take my prosperity. I take my restoration. I take every good thing that you desire in my life and I receive health and healing, full wholeness. Lord, I receive of your kindness in my life today. Thank you, Lord, for healing me for keeping me, restoring me, bringing me into a new place in you through Christ Jesus. Thank you for your rich mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. You got something? Oh, the Lord is good. Yes, the Lord is good. His mercy.